are working remotely. Um, and as a consequence of that, we're actually doing a special episode because we saw that many people who have engaged with us online, two thirds, in fact, from a poll that we did this week are also working remotely. So this episode is dedicated to telework. Yes, it is because it's not necessarily that easy. What you talking about? <laughs> when I, well, when I first moved to New York for four years, I, um, worked in a remote role and I am an extrovert. I am very social. It was very weird, very hard for me, partly because I did not have a network in New York anyway. So I didn't know people yet. So that made it a challenge. But then I, my coworkers were spread across the country too, which just really made things hard. And trust me, I tried everything. I went to meetups <laughs> with people um, who worked from home. I took classes at NYU and at um, the new school. And I even tried some book clubs and it's tough. How about you? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. So I started out in law and then I started um, my communications work at a PR agency and at both locations, I mean, you were tied to a desk an Excel sheet and probably Google searching or a Nexus Lexus or something along those lines. So there was no possibility of working from home. Whereas certainly as I've gone up in uh, media and marketing, it's become a lot easier, uh, but certainly not something that everybody, you know, is able to do. So while we know that about 5% or 8 million people are able to work from home, uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that about 29% of Americans could work from home with one in 20 service workers. So you're, you're really looking at people who, for the most part, don't have the type of privilege, I would say, that we have currently um, being put in a situation where they're now having to learn very quickly in terms of how to stay on top of work, communicating properly and things of that nature, which is, which is, I hope, something that we can share um, in today's uh, episode. Yes, our little uh, Easter egg episode, if you will. Um, I love that Easter egg on the, on, as, as we're entering spring officially. I know, right? I, I'm taking plenty of walk right now and I'm seeing a lot of beautiful um, flowers and trees budding, which is very exciting for me. <laughs> so let's first talk a little bit. So we've both had some luck working from home over the years. So let's just share a few things that we do um, to, to keep ourselves on task and sane while working remotely. So for me, it starts with keeping a morning routine, making sure that I get up, I shower, brush my teeth, um, eat a banana, uh, some days even putting on makeup just to feel like I'm going about my day normally. Uh, what's funny is when I used to work from home, um, I, I had to learn that I needed to do that because there would be days where my husband would get home at 8 p.m. and I hadn't brushed my teeth yet. Like, gross. But <laughs> over the years, I realized I needed that. And then another like thing I did, 
because it was so hard for me was I would turn TV on in the background. So I would turn on whatever Bravo TV show that I didn't really need to pay attention to, but always had like lots of voices. So any Real Housewives or any, um, you know, Kardashian type show just to make it feel like there were people around. And then when I would take my lunch, you know, when I'd have lunch, I would turn on Young and the Restless. They were all my friends and colleagues. It was a very dramatic time in my life because, you know, the Newmans. How about you? Yeah, well, so, you know, working from home before versus in the time of COVID-19, a little different. Um, but I think certainly when I, when I work from home, I try to keep a schedule. As, as you know, from working with me, Steph, I'm pretty programmed. And so um, that's important to me in at home as well, because there's so many distractions, right? Like you hear neighbors coming in and out, there's the potential for TV, there's access to the food that you want all the time. So kind of really thinking through like, hey, this is when I need to get through these uh, tasks, whether it's presentations, reading the emails, responding, things of that nature, and then ultimately scheduling breaks. So everything from taking a walk to maybe checking in on family and friends so that I'm not as concerned um, as I'm going through my day-to-day tasks. And those things have been really helpful. I cannot underscore enough the importance of showering and preparing yourself just as you would if you were, you know, going to go into the office, mainly because it's a mind shift, right? Like when you're in your jammies and looking at your computer, there's very like a relaxed state, if you will, which is very different when you've like taken the time to groom as if you're going to be encountering people and you're, it helps your mind shift for sure. Yes. I attest to that fully, but you, you started to talk about the difference between working from home in a normal world and this post COVID-19 quarantine remote world. It's very different because we all have so many new things to think about, so many new um, worries and anxieties for me. You know, it's not just my health, my family's health, or the health of literally everybody in the world, but just the state of business and the economy and what this is doing to the global economy. Pedro, you and I both worked during the recession and it just, you know, that's on my mind. I, It's rough. But then, you know, beyond that, the limited face-to-face situations, right? It's no longer just popping by somebody's desk to ask a question or get in a little, you know, moment of respite during the day. Um, It's literally like almost scheduling time because everyone's at home. So you almost feel like, am I interrupting this time? And I'm not because we're all at work, (laughs) but you still have to find some way to deal with it. Plus, I don't know about you, but I newly have some, uh, a work from home cube mate, right? Uh, who does, who's in a very different business than I am. Same, same. Yeah. And we both have meetings, calls, you know, whatever scheduled at the same time. And we're both, uh, we both eat lunch at different times. 
We start and end our days at different times. And now we're having to, you know, work together to make sure that um, we're both respecting each other's time and space. Uh, But I can only imagine what my friends are doing if they have children, right? So now (laughs) friends who had, you know, kids in school and or kids in daycare are now working from home as well as educating their children and caring for their children. Have you seen a lot of that? I've seen a lot of that right now. Oh, absolutely. We are, you know, in baby planning stages, but a lot of our friends um, have kids already. And so whether it's in WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, et cetera, just tons of recipe sharing, uh, activities to do with kids, sharing the links to museums and other activities that, you know, offer virtual tours and all this other stuff to keep them engaged. In addition to, I have this one friend who has been excellent at kind of scheduling out um, the children's day so that it goes between playtime, schoolwork, and kind of just helping out at the house, um, you know, learning how to do things, et cetera, that you wouldn't necessarily have the time to teach them on a day-to-day basis because, you know, work and life, um, it kind of has presented them with unique opportunities to like bond with their kids, which I'm I'm really loving picking up some of this stuff. Oh, yeah, it must be. A, it's a good moment for that, right? I uh, think so. You know, and I, and I do want to, you know, note that we understand, again, the seriousness of the situation, right? Like we're talking about ourselves okay. and a lot of acquaintances being able to do that. But when you think about it, the latest NPR Marist poll showed that about 18% of households already reported someone either being laid off or having reduced hours. And it seems to be mainly affecting uh, women and those of a lower income bracket, which, you know, you kind of understand given potential work sectors that they're in. But working from home is something that if you do it really well, we hope is something that this um, current health crisis actually pushes forward, right? Because we're talking about being able to spend time with family. We're talking about being able to like be more tuned into significant others, et cetera. And those are potential benefits of the situation as well. Yeah, it's really, it really is disheartening every day to see, you know, I mean, I'm already talking to friends who have um, lost their jobs and it's, you know, we, we need to support each other where we can and support um, local businesses. And there are a lot of funds out there uh, to support workers who have been laid off, which is, you know, I highly recommend if you have the means um, to support that. But now we do have to focus on our situations. And, you know, the fact is these changes have happened and we're in the situation we're in and all we can do is make the best of it, um, which is why we want to, you know, to, to have this conversation. So for me in this moment, so I know I, you know, made a crack about my, um, work from home cube mate, uh, <laughs> but my, Paul my is best, great. he is, he's the best. He's actually the best coworker I've ever had. We met working in high school actually. So, um, we've been coworkers in a past life, but he's actually really helped me so much stay focused. He is such a focused person, a lot more like you, Pedro. And then one thing that's been really helpful for me is finding 
new avenues for entertainment, virtual entertainment for yes. after work, after work and before work and doing new and interesting things. We're attending virtual concerts, which is really fun. Having Google Hangout sessions with like video sessions with groups of friends. That's really fun. What are you doing, Pedro? Like, what are you doing to sustain your sanity? I, yeah, so that's a good question. And I love all of your suggestions because I'm also working at home uh, with the hubs. And, you know, mine are a little more like direct, meaning like I have to do everything possible to not get sucked in by the news, whether it's press conference from the president or our governor of New York, et cetera. Because while I want to be informed, I also don't want to inflate my sense of, uh, you know, or my inability to actually act right outside of my own home. I think the other thing that I find myself doing is still communicating in ways that make me feel connected, right? Because while working from home, I'm physically isolated from people outside of my cube mate, Um, But I think, you know, whether it's texting or FaceTime, phone calls, and I hate speaking on the phone, but I've (laughs) tried to really make myself engage further in those areas. And then for me, it's been really, really important to think about um, a workspace, which generally when I would work from home wasn't as much of a concern. But now we took over kind of like a credenza and turned it into a workspace so that I can, when I go and I sit, um, I can actually focus. And I think that that's something that, you know, again, if the TV's on or there are other distractions, they would have ordinarily gotten me kind of um, distracted. But in this scenario specifically, like I had set an alarm for something that I was heating up and I literally didn't even hear it when I was sitting at the work desk. And that showed me that it was working for me to have this like dedicated space to be able to go to. Um, so those are, you know, a couple of simple things that I think have been really helpful um, in this environment. I love the dedicated space. Um, we haven't quite done that, but but I think maybe that's something we'll... Uh we'll we'll consider doing as we um move forward in time because i don't think we're going back to the office next week (laughs) you were right i mean and actually steph i'd love to hear and see what people are kind of uh working with themselves so if there are middleists out there who would like to share tips photos videos or messages we would love to receive them you can email us at middleists at gmail.com or tag us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at The Middleists. Yes, yes. And don't forget to rate and review. All right, well, we'll talk soon. Ciao. Ciao.